Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. Yes, I'm doing another show. I do shows when things need to be discussed. So I've been doing quite a few shows lately because a lot of things need to be discussed. And that's how that is. So tonight, I'm going to have Wayne from DIY or Die joining me. Um, I had him on before. I like him. I want to have him on again. There's some things he wants to talk about as well. And there's things I have to talk about. It's driving me crazy. I got notes. I got show notes tonight. There's so much shit I want to talk about. Vaping-related things, non-vaping-related things, all kinds of things. We're going to have lots of fun. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Wayne on. Where is he? Where is Wayne? There he is. Let's bring him on. Here we go. Look at that. Damn, that's good. I have like a whole computer that just does guest. And it's been working flawlessly lately. Let's see if it still works. Hopefully it does. Uh, what the hell was that? Uh, let me see. Hello. There you are. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, cool. I can also hear me yeah. twice. Yes. I don't know why this is coming out of my <laughs> my other speakers. Give me a second. Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's just weird. I can hear myself. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, while Wayne's doing that, I'm going to tell a story about Wayne. So I'd say it was probably a couple years ago, definitely a few years ago. Um, Wayne had sent me a message. I don't know if it was an email or if it was a, uh, a Facebook. It doesn't matter. It was a fucking message. He sent me a message. And he had wondered. He's like, he's like you know, I'm just wondering, like, why you never asked me to come on? You know, I, I, I don't get it. You know, I, I'm... I got this thing going on. I got this DIY or die. I got a pretty good following. I mean, I don't know why you've just never bothered to ask me on as a guest. And uh, so I'm like, when I first got the email, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? So then I asked around. Everybody's like, oh, it's Wayne. You know, he does this. He's big in the DIY world and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's got a pretty good following, blah, 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 this and that. And so I was like, okay. And I remember thinking at the time, you know, I don't really care about DIY. I don't think my listeners do either. So I kind of was just like, yeah, whatever. Um, and I have to say, I had Wayne on a few months ago, and he was one of the best guests I've had on in a long time. So <laughs> I apologize, Wayne. A couple of years ago, I was stupid. I should have contacted you, and I should have had you on, because you would have been a great guest. I would have found this out a few years ago. And uh, we all make mistakes sometimes, right? <laughs> hey, man. It happens. It happens. I don't blame you for it. You know what? And I don't blame you for that email. Some may be like, oh, that's kind of Eric. No, listen. I've I've sat there sometimes and wondered, like, I've been okay. I've been doing this show for what eight fucking years? Eight years. Yeah. I've been vaping for nine years. I've been there since the beginning, you know. And I, I don't know anybody that's done a podcast as long of vaping as I have as I have. Um, no. And yet I get no recognition at all. Nothing. If anything, people hate me. I'm the oh, that's the asshole that does that fucking podcast and talks shit about people and da da da. I, I nothing. I get nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I don't get asked on anything. I don't get to be interviewed on anything. People don't, they, they don't care. And you know what? That's fine. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I have, I know the thousands of people that listen to me and I do it for them. And that's it. Yeah. Fuck everybody else. But I'll never, it, but yeah, see, see, we were the assholes years ago that, that, you know, when Russ was going off about diacetyl and oh, fucking assholes. Yeah. Well, look what it did. Look what it did. It cleaned up diacetyl for a while. It cleaned it up. You know, we've done a lot of things through the years that pissed people off, but we made a lot of change. The American Vaping Association derived from this podcast. I mean, yeah. come on. There's the 
you know, Wayne, you've been listening for a while. A lot of great things have happened. I will never get any recognition for it. I'll just always be the asshole who does that dumb fucking podcast and uh, has that stupid tea time liquid. That's all I am. <laughs> That's it. So, well, I had a lot. I mean, I've been doing that my my podcast for almost four years now. Yes, and you know the the same kind of rings true. Like I, I'll still I'll reach out to guests sometimes. Um, pretty much people that I want to talk to. There's a lot of people that I don't want to talk to in this industry anymore. Yeah, and uh, for the most part, a lot of them are aware and and they they want to come on. They want to talk about whatever the topic is. Um, but a lot of it is, you know, you got to do favors for, for people or, you know, anytime you're, anytime there's a, there, there's something that needs to be said, there seems to be a lot of people who just, they ignore it. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't want to associate with anyone that's kind of ruffling feathers. They just want to keep cashing in on their e-juice line or their fucking coils that they're making. And that's it, you know, and there's a, there's a lane that you kind of can go down in vaping where, it kind of there's a whole demographic for you and yeah. if you're not in with a certain type of companies and you're not associated with these companies then it, it you can get lost in the sauce so i don't blame anyone who's like a company who's just kind of like hey you know this diy or die guy he's always talking shit on e-juice companies he's always bringing up these issues i don't want nothing to do with him because i know he's gonna you know ruffle some feathers but but but, and, but but let me tell you what's great wayne let me tell you what's wonderful especially now what's going on you know, you're right. When it comes, I've learned so much being in the e-liquid world. When it comes to the e-liquid world, they have this whole little thing where you've got to be in with the right group of people. You got to be, you know, in tune with the, with the right companies. You have to go by what they say the way it has to be done. If you don't do it their way, then it's the stupid way. And I'm gonna get into way later how how they're selling e-liquid. It's the dumbest fucking thing ever. I've, it's it's incredible. But anyway, you know, and, and that's mm -hmm. the thing with me. I go against everything they told me I needed to do. I did the complete opposite. So right off the bat, yeah. these idiots, they're like, this guy's an idiot, okay? They don't know how I'm still around. Like, how the fuck's this guy still around? Because I just had, I have a juice that actually tastes good. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I didn't go for right. marketing in boxes. It actually tastes good, and people keep on buying it. Um, so it, it baffles them. I, they hate that I'm still around because I'm not part of their groups. I'm not part of their cliques. I'm not part of all, all, all the bullshit they're doing. I shouldn't even be around as far as they're concerned. They don't get how the fuck it's, e it, it, it's even fucking happening. And the funniest thing is to all of them, and they've all, I've had a lot of them tell me this, a lot of them. This is all they know of my podcast. Oh, you're the guy that defended Candy King. You're the guy that had Candy King on and defended him. Um, <laughs> that's all, all of them. Everyone says, that. oh, yeah, you're the guy that loves Candy King. I said I was I love Candy King. I just I had him on, what, a year ago. I had the owner of Candy King on, and I'm going to have him on again. You watch. I know this guy wants to talk. I'm going to have him on again. But I had yeah. him on a year ago, and at the time, he was being viciously attacked by these e-liquid companies of committing IP infringement. And the fact of the yeah. matter was, is he never did. Never did he get any letters from anybody saying he was committing any sort of IP infringement. He's never been sued. Nothing. They just wanted this full bore attack because at that time, Candy King was getting big. And these e-liquid companies were fucking jealous. They're like, how the fuck do these guys come along and just start taking over the fucking market like this and doing this? Who the fuck are these guys? It was pure jealousy. And they all ganged up on Candy King and started accusing him of shit of, that just simply wasn't happening. Now, mm. do I think their labels were a great idea? No, I don't. And, and when I have him on, we'll, we'll discuss all that. I, I want to what I want to ask him when he comes on is, 
he knew goddamn well that these labels had been a target for using examples as marketing to children. Of course, they knew. Why did it take this? Why didn't they do something sooner? Why didn't they make steps sooner? You know, he had to have known. I mean, why? Why did it take it to get this far for them to say, okay, now I guess we got to make steps? I'm interested in that answer. I'm just very curious uh, to what to what the answer of that is, and obviously what their next move is going to be. Personally, I think yeah, I don't think they're going to do anything to be honest. No, I think I think they're going to tell the FDA very nicely through attorneys to go take a flying fuck. Um, you have no uh, sort of authority. There's no sort of set regulation regarding labeling and marketing. And until you do, kindly go take a shit for yourself or we're going to keep on doing what we're doing. And then the FDA at that point, which their response was, I talked about this last show, which their response was, okay, well, then we'll create a regulation where inspectors can walk into stores. And if they see anything that's child appealing, they can just take it off the shelves. So mm-hmm. you can have it that way, Candy King, but then we'll just go to all the shops where you sell the shit and we'll remove it off the shelves. What do you think about that? You're not going to win against the government. But I think that's that's their move. And it's interesting. And as much as you may hate Candy King and hate their marketing, I'm sorry. They're right. The government can't just walk in when they want and say, you know what? We don't like what you're doing. St- uh, stop or else. You, you, you can't yeah. do that. You have to have some sort of laws, rules, or regulations in place. You just can't walk in and say, "I'm because I'm the government. That's why. Now, you're going to stop or else. You can't do that. And as much as you may hate their marketing or hate Candy King, if, if, if they are sticking up for themselves for that, then good for them because you can't allow government to do that. And boy, I'll get yeah. flack for that, too. Now this is going to be, oh, you're defending Candy King again. No, I'm defending fucking our, our right to be, you know, if our rights from not being stomped over by the government unless they have the, the authority to. And speaking of that, did, I'm going to play this in, in a second. Did you see this guy uh, in fucking uh, the Canton police? There was this guy that was in a car. I don't know if you saw this. I'm going to play the audio. You wait till you hear this, Wayne. It's amazing. Mm. This guy was in a car and he refused to give his license or registration or anything. He just refused. He wasn't being loud. He wasn't being out of control. He was very patiently refusing, saying, I'm not, I'm not going to give you my license. I'm not going to give you my registration. I have a constitutional right, and I don't have to. So they decided to send a dog in, one of the police dogs, into his car and rip him out of the car. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and the whole thing's on tape. The guy was completely, I mean, he wasn't complying. Obviously, he wouldn't give his license or registration. They tried to reason with him. It didn't work, but he stayed calm through the entire thing, and they just sent that dog in, and holy shit. Um, was it wrong for them to send in the dog? Was it right? You listen to it, then you tell me. I got my opinion on it. I find it very fascinating. The guy was actually on the news last night. They were talking to him, and he didn't really get to say much because his lawyer kept on stopping him from talking, but uh, oh, my God. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine them sending a fucking dog— I can't talk about it now because I'll give my I'll give my opinion on it. I've got so many things to talk about, Wayne, and I know you do too. <laughs> but before we start all this, I just I just want to bring up something real quick. I'm seeing for some reason I'm seeing more and more companies out there that are just like kind of mixing juice in their houses and selling it. I know there's stores out there that that are mixing juices on their counters. I, I've had people tell me, "Oh, my vape shop mixes it right on the counter, right in front of me. They mix it up, they mix it in front of me, and then they ring me out and hand me my money and." And I'm going, oh, my God, you're fucking out of your mind. You're vaping this. Well, I just want uh, to play this real quick. You know who Dr. Kurt Kistler is, Wayne? No, that name sounds familiar. Dr. Kurt Kistler is a uh, professor, and he has been involved in the vaping industry for years. I had him on about three years ago because I wanted to discuss 
what he's a uh, what I want. I think he's a chemist at Penn State, maybe some college. I know it's in Pennsylvania somewhere. But anyway, um, I wanted to discuss the dangers of just mixing e-liquid on a counter or in a bathroom and or, or what could happen. And I was going through my shows today, and I just want you guys to hear this clip. So next time you walk into a vape shop and you see him mixing up some e-liquid right on the counter for you and you're all happy about it, remember this clip. Just listen to this. Call me crazy, but I think these stores mixing these e-liquid in, in, in their back rooms or mixing it on front counters can't be... It can't be good. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I, I don't. I just don't see how that that could be good or oh, be it's, safe. It, it, it's very bad, actually. Um, you know, any, anything airborne, uh, in you know, from from bacteria to mold to viruses to allergens, pollen in the air is gonna stick to PG and VG, and. Um, you know, uh, uh, PG does have a bactericide qualities, but it's not immediate. You know, it takes a while for PG to to start to kill bacteria. VG, even more so for VG, I would think. It, v, VG does not. I mean, a lot of bacteria can be stored indefinitely in uh, about a 15% uh, aqueous glycerin base. And uh, so, you know, so so VG is not, as far as I can tell, uh, very bactericidal. But, um, you know, anything, anything can come in. And, you know, the bathroom thing, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jeez. I, I, I mean, seriously, I mean, I mean, aerosolized fecal material, you know, I mean. Oh. So it's not good to make juice in your bathroom. <laughs> it's not right. good. I just want to clarify that. Juice, even, even near a bathroom that has an open door, oh. if you can smell it, it's in the air. Oh. Is it okay to fart while you're making e-liquids? <laughs> well, you know, I, I suppose if you have ventilation. <laughs> ventilation. Okay, so just remember that next time Next time they're mixing. Yeah, that's the problem with, um, you know, vaping juice that's not produced. Like, you know, if you're in your own home and you're mixing juice that's out, right, you're just on your desk and you're mis mixing juice, you're already exposed to all that bacteria and, all, you know, it's all of your own cells right. that's basically flaking off. And, you know, I think anyone's okay with, you know, inhaling their own cells. Yeah. But it's, you know, when you're when it's someone else's fucking shit that's lodging into your lungs, it could be an issue. But I would like to know this, the actual like definitive science on it, maybe getting someone, someone's juice like that tested and seeing if there are any you know, bacteria in there, some Ab type of level that we can get. Absolutely. I think that should be done. That that would be very interesting to, to, to find that out. Listen, I mean, we went on and on in that show. He was talking about you know, if somebody sneezes. If somebody oh, sneezes yeah. and they say they have the flu, whew, and that's in your juice now. You're you've got you're vaping the goddamn flu. I mean that's yeah. that's insane to me. So you know, again, people, when you go out there and you think it's cool that your juice is being mixed in front of the counter for you, it's 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 not. It's bad. That was a big thing. That was like every shop did that. Remember? Yeah, they still a lot of them still do. Not not nearly as much now. I mean, the 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 vape shops has, shops have changed, but. There's ones that still do, man. I I went. I was going out to stores for a while, and I walked into some stores and saw some shit like, oh my god. I mean, it's 
That's crazy. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. But you know the need, I guess, for very cheap juice. And unfortunately, there's a lot of these vape shops that count on that income. If they can't mix their own juice and sell it, they're done. But I also do want to add that this is not all vape shops. I wish I knew the name of it. There's this Facebook group for people that need help with all the FDA regulation stuff pertaining to you know companies and filings, what you have to do. It's the greatest group ever. And uh, some lady went in there and she got an inspector from the FDA. She filmed it and she put the video up where the FDA came in to inspect her store. And uh, they went and inspected her uh, lab where she made her e-liquid. And it was the craziest thing. The store, like, was disgusting. To be honest, it was disgusting. It's like, what the fuck? It was just gross in there. But I'll tell you, that lab was unfucking believable Oh, my God. I mean... It, 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 you know, it wasn't big, it was small, but it had everything needed to be uh, up to par with the, the gloves and putting on the suit. And I, the, it was very impressive, unbelievably mm-hmm. impressive. I was very, I, I couldn't believe that that was in that store. I mean, it, it was something else. And it wasn't big, they didn't need it to be big. You know, they just had no. it. So it was set. I, I would, I have OCD. And if they handed me a bottle of e liquid and said it was made in that, in that room, that lab, I would, I would vape it. Because of all the, the the lengths they went to to make sure every, I mean, it, it was very very impressive. So it's not all stores. I mean, there are mm-hmm. some stores that actually invested the money and and put in really good clean rooms or labs. But unfortunately, a lot of them are just doing do it on the counter. So remember that when you're uh, when you're when you're seeing that next time, and you know, wonder where your e liquid's coming from. Really. Oh, and the other thing too about vapor's tongue. I'm getting sick of this. It's all over the place. Vapor's tongue. Uh, we've got notes. This causes vapor's tongue. No. I'm going to tell you what causes vapor's tongue. Everybody listen. Here's what causes vapor's tongue. Sucralose. Sweetener. It mm. causes vapor's tongue. That's it. That's, that's all you need to know. It causes vapor's tongue. If you don't- well, it's not, it's, not really, it's not really vapor's tongue. Okay, it's, yes. It's... That's a name they come up with. But yes. I, you, yeah. Yeah. Listen, and I'm telling you, you don't believe me? Get a bottle of just regular e-liquid. Most of them have, are filled with sucralose. And then get a bottle of no no sweetener liquid, so one that doesn't have any added sweetener at all. Doesn't matter yeah. any brand. Just get one that doesn't have added sweetener, and you vape one for one week and one for the other. And you you you'll, you're gonna be like, holy shit! I don't get vapor's tongue with the nut. Yeah, because you have the fucking sweetener to give you the vapor's tongue. I'm telling you, I know you think it's a conspiracy theory, but I really honestly believe that they know this. They know putting this sucralose and all this sweetener in there gives you this so-called vapor's tongue, which makes you get sick of the juice. So you buy, 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 buy. You keep on buying more. And that's what they. That's the solution. Oh, just buy another flavor. Well, sure, they want you to buy another flavor. They want you to buy all their fucking juice. Keep on buying, buying, buying. And then it's sucking up all the coils. So you're buying all these coils. You're buying all this juice. It's a whole thing they got going on. A store, a brick-and-mortar vape dedicated vape shop's biggest profits are e liquid and coils um mm-hmm. it, you know it just it just all makes sense but it's it's the sweetener that is giving you this so-called vapor's tongue so with all these little things they're putting out in bulletins and they have the i saw this long description from some company the other day where well, this is why you get vapor's tongue and it's going on and on and on or drink sniff drink some coffee or do this or you know it's just because the no it's not it's fucking sweetener it should say here's what causes vapor's tongue sweetener you don't want to get it don't use the juice with sweetener in it done no, well, it's not. It's not just the sweetener, though. It is. It's because essentially what it is is it's called olfactory fatigue, and you know when you like go to a barn and it smells like complete shit. Yes. But then after you know twenty minutes, it doesn't smell like anything. 
that's essentially the same thing that happens with vapor's tongue. If you vape something too long, you just blow your nose out. Your nose kind of gets accustomed to that aroma, and you just can't taste it anymore because all of the flavor is coming from your nose. The sucralose acts on the, the actual tongue. You know, it fires up those sweetness receptors on your tongue, and that's why people love it because without it, it doesn't it doesn't fire your sweetness receptors. So they kind of what they do is they'll put a lot of flavoring in an e-liquid plus a lot of sucralose, and then you kind of get hit with both. You get hit with a, a quick olfactory fatigue from just pounding you in the face with these high strength uh, concentrates, and then they're pounding you in the face with this you know hardcore sweetener, and it kind of just blows your palate out. You know, after two, three rips, and then it starts to fade away, and before you know it, you can't taste anything, and then you got to vape a different juice. Because as soon as you vape that different juice, you'll be able to taste all of it. You know, you're kind of like, wow, it's just so much better, and then that starts to fade in as well. Then you got to switch to a different juice, this and does, that's kind of this does it's like a merry-go-round. This does not happen to me. All I vape is my juice. It doesn't happen to me. I don't get vapors. To, I don't. I, I I've been vaping the citrus mint forever now. I'm not going. Oh, I don't taste it. I vape cherry vanilla for fucking two months straight. I don't get You know this. what? And I think that's interesting because I used to get it a lot when I first started making e-juice mm-hmm. and I barely get it anymore. You know, I, I think as time goes on, maybe it kind of you get a, like a callus to it. But, but I also don't get it much at all anymore. And I used to have to take, you know, weeks at a time uh, breaks at weeks at a time because it would get, it would be so bad. Well, and, so and, I, I don't know what's going on with that aspect of but it. But that's why I'm telling you it's a sweetener because because beforehand when I was I was vaping juices before I knew I had the problem with the sweetener, it would happen to me. Uh, the uh, there was one I used to vape. It was uh, satisfying. I can't remember the name. It was satisfying was the name of the juice. Some fucking tea, whatever iced tea juice. Um, I used to love the shit, and I could only vape it for three or four days, and then I just couldn't taste it anymore. It was just I I had to take a break, and mm-hmm. it was low. I found out later it's loaded with sweetener. Um, a lot of the juices I had were like that. They and I just I could only vape them for a little bit, three or four days, and then switch, switch. Now, and I've even tried it with not just my juices. I've tried it with other juices that I've got with with no sweetener in them. That doesn't happen anymore. It doesn't happen to me. I also notice I have a lot of repeat customers, and I'll ask them sometimes too. I'm like, you don't get sick of this or any vapors tongue? They go, no. I really believe a, a strong component of that is the sweetener. I get what you're saying about the flavors. It could be, but I think yeah. a very strong component of it, it, it has to do with the sweetener. I, th- I think if people got off these sweetening liquids, which I'll tell you right now, you, you better you better get them while you can because there is no fucking way that the FDA is going to allow sweetener to be put in e-liquid. No way. It's an unnecessary ingredient. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's not going to happen. So I will say because I started I, I used to not vape sweetened juice when I when I first started mixing. I didn't put any sweetener in my stuff. Uh, and then only until recently, maybe about a year ago, I started adding sweetener to my e-liquids, mainly because when I do testing for for recipes, mm-hmm. I need to know what it's going to taste like with the sweetener in there because I'll sell them to clients and stuff. Right. And they always want, you know, massive amounts of it in there. Yeah. Um, but now that I vape a lot of sweetener, if I have a juice that doesn't have sweetener in it, I can barely taste it. So you do get like there, there is like a callus that you form with sweetener where you kind of need more and more and more. And I'm thinking about trying to like wean myself back off of this sweetener because I didn't have that problem when I wasn't vaping sweetener. You know, I was vaping just flavors for, for years. And then all of a sudden now I vape something that doesn't have sweetener. I can't even fucking taste it. Well, see now, see, that's where the talent of juice making comes in because 
a very experienced and talented juice maker can make an e-liquid without adding sweetener to it and have it taste very flavorful and very delicious. There's not many that can do this. Thankfully, I came across this wonderful man named Jay, who is the creator of RTs, who's been mixing for, I don't know, seven, eight fucking years, who is one of those very few people who can actually make an e-liquid flavorful and not have any sweet, not add any fucking sweetener to it. The citrus mint, I gotta send you the citrus mint, Wayne. Jesus Christ, it's delicious. It's it's sweet, but there's no added sweetener in it. It's I, I just think you know you really gotta know what you're doing. And, and Jay's not the only one. There's a few others out there that can do it. I mean that you just really gotta know what you're doing. It can be done. I just think if you're if you're a very talented juice maker and and you're very experienced and. And, you know, you learn all the ins and outs of mixing. And, and, and all, all the guys I know that can do this, you know, started years and years and years ago when there was no sweetener. They had no choice but to work with what they had in these flavors and they had to figure it out. So I think a lot of that has to do with it, too. But it but it is it is possible. It's just but you're right. I've tasted a lot of unsweetened liquids that are very light on flavor. And I'm like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? It hard. I tried one. I really had hopes for it just a few weeks ago. I don't want to say who they are because they're nice people. They sent me this liquid and it has no added sweetener and it's it's tasty, but you can barely taste it. It's like, where the fuck's the flavor? It's like they didn't. Yeah, add and imagine f- that in like a sub tank. Yeah. You know what I, I mean, mean or something know, that like a normal person would use. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. So I want to get—we got so much shit to get to. I got to get to all this. Okay, so like I was saying be- do it. before, we're gonna start with this first. So there's this gentleman named Ronald Wagner. Okay, uh, Ronald Wagner was driving. He got pulled over. And let me just play the news story. You gotta hear this. This is crazy. I was gonna play the video, but I just play the news story. Okay, this is the story of. So what happened was. Driver who refuses to comply during traffic stop was bitten by a Canton police dog. A 45-year-old Navari man was hospitalized after he refused to comply with police and was bitten by a Canton police dog. Now, I'm going to play the video of what happened. I'm not going to play the whole fucking 13-minute video. I'm just actually going to play the news story because they really took out the main clips of it so you can hear it. Um, so, And mind you, he's now suing the police department. That's why he was on the news last night. He's now suing them for, for what they did. So listen to this, Wayne. And then what my question to everybody, not just you, to everybody, and if you want to jump in, which none of you ever do, but if you want to, the call-in number is 347-712-3737. Were they justified in doing this, or did they go too far? Now, I'll answer that after I play the clip. I, hang on, let me, let me play it. Here we go. We're going to break that window. At which time that window's broke, I'm going to send this 100-pound Belgian Malinois in there. He's going to apprehend you. At which time I'm going to drag him and you out onto the ground. They warned him. He didn't listen. Then Canton police made good on that promise you just heard. And heads up, what happened next can be hard to watch. Lena Lai is here with a dramatic arrest involving a police dog and why the suspect says officers went too far. Hi, Lena. Good good evening. We do want to give you fair warning. The video is very graphic. Now, Canton police tonight say they thought that driver Ronald Wagner potentially had a concealed weapon because the license was attached to a concealed carry permit. But how officers got Wagner out of the car tonight has some questioning if there was excessive force. That plate has a CCW attached to it. It could have been a routine traffic stop for a state trooper and Canton police. You're obligated to give him your information. Well, I understand he has a legal reason, but he does not have a lawful reason. I'm just a 
private man. But the driver, 45-year-old Ronald Wagner, refuses politely but stubbornly to give his name, address, or answer any questions, citing his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. You don't have the right to not provide your information. It's actually a crime and it's arrestable. After 20 minutes, Wagner still calmly standing his ground, but the officers lose their patience. A police canine is summoned and Wagner's given one last chance. He's ready. I'm telling you as we speak, you are going to be bit by this canine. Officers smash the windows and let the dog loose. I got him. Sorry. Stop that. Stop fighting my dog. Roll over on your stomach. Roll over. Roll over. Give us your hand. Take his right hand. Flesh, everything's hanging out. I mean, it was vicious. Oh, yes. Vicious. It's not a dog bite. Yeah. Wagner's parents say police went too far, saying not enough was done to coax or use other means to get their son out of the car. I just think they, they overdid it. That's all. He's, he's a good kid. He's a good boy. He really is. He was polite to him. Yes. Whole, everything. I, don't, I just don't understand. Now, Wagner tonight is charged with unauthorized uh, uh, plates, also resisting arrest and obstructing official business. Now, his family says he'll have to have a second surgery on his arm tomorrow. Meanwhile, Canton Police is investigating whether any policies were violated. Russ? Any policies were violated. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Now, let me tell you something. Because you, you heard it. So, just so everybody understands. That they let the, they broke out his window, let the dog in. The dog dragged him within seconds out of the car. He was laying yeah. all he was. The dog had him by the forearm, and he was just trying to stop the dog. He was trying to pull away. They're yelling at him, get on the ground. He was on the ground the whole time. Then they're yelling at him, put your hands behind your back. He was putting his hands behind his back, but he couldn't put the other ones. The, they let that dog rip him apart for a, a while, a good while. Mm -hmm. Now. I understand the guy wasn't complying. He was being as calm. If you look, watch the whole 13-minute video, which I did, he is calm through the whole thing, completely calm. This is what I don't get. I understand he wasn't complying. I get that. You got to do something. You just can't. You got to do something. Why didn't they tase him? Why did they say, listen, if you don't get out, we're going to tase you? It's just the way it is. I mean, you're not complying. Or there was like four or five of them there. Forget tasing them. Just say we're going to break the window. We're going to pull you out of the car. Why? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's right. Why send the dog? I'll tell you why they sent the dog, okay? They sent the dog because they were pissed off. This guy was pissing him off. And they were like, you know what, motherfucker? You're going to piss us off? Okay, then I'm going to send this fucking dog in there to rip you fucking apart. What do you think about that? And the fact that they let the dog just sit there and rip his arm apart when he wasn't even moving. He was on his stomach, spread out on the sidewalk, and they're still lying the dog to do that. That was their... Fuck you to him. That was their, yeah, yeah. you're not going to comply? Well, fuck you. How's it feel to get bit by a dog, motherfucker? That There's no way that that could be legal or right what they did. I'm sorry. The guy was a prick, and he deserved something. I, honestly, if I was a cop, I, w I probably just would have tased him. But, uh, you know, just to make it easy instead of having to get physical with the guy. But... They could. There's many things they could have done. They could have. There was four or five of them there. They could have pulled them out. They could have tased them. Again, something should have happened. But I think sending the dog and that's that's pretty fucking nuts. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What, right? I, that's crazy. No, I mean like 
the, uh, if he's not giving like license and registration, he's acting sort of calm and cool and collected. He might be trying to hide something. So I can see where the police are, you know, on edge and they want to know what this guy's trying to hide. Yep. But why not just arrest him? Just say, all right, well, we're just going to arrest you. you know? know. And then to charge him for like those stupid charges, like his plates and then obstruction of whatever. It's like, come on, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, he's, he's, he was a small, skinny guy. He wasn't a big guy. Um, there was four or five of them there. Two of those cops could have broke that window out and just grabbed him by the arm and dragged him out the window. They didn't have to send that. that there's no question having that dog go after him was unbelievably excessive. Now, he's going to sue the police department. They're going to settle. There's no way they're not going to settle this. I mean, I, they've got to find out that, figure out that that was fucking wrong. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that was clearly a case of, you want to piss us off, motherfucker? Okay, let's go. But the crazy thing, though, about that is, is that video was done by the police. He actually mm-hmm. was filming it on his cell phone, and the police, when he started filming it, the police started filming it, too. So somewhere in their brain, they actually thought that that was okay, because I don't think they would have put all that on video if they didn't think it was. Which is insane. Right. How do they think? Oh, my God. Is, is it not scary to you, Wayne, that police have as much power as they do? I mean, do you realize that if you pissed off a police officer in your town, right? If you, like, pissed one off. Let's say you met a girl at a bar and, and you take her home and bang her and it was some cop's wife. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't know. And he finds out. This guy could ruin you. This guy could go into your house. He could plant drugs in your house. He could have you locked up for life. He could essentially ruin your life. That's yeah, scary. I, I had a few run-ins with, with police back in the day. And I actually had a friend who was dating one, a police officer's girlfriend at the time. She was cheating on him with my friend. And the shit that he was doing to him, I mean, was just straight up illegal. It was corruption. Yeah. You know, and they get away with it. They just have they just have so much power and you know, there was a few times, a few run-ins with police that I had where I just learned, like, whatever they say, you just got to do, man. It's just never worth it to ever try to fight them or to not comply. You know what I mean? You got to go about it in a completely different headspace because you're not going to outmuscle an entire police force. Within two seconds, they're all swarming you. No. And- you know, so you just got to outsmart them just with your words and just be kind and hopefully... You know, you spin things around. You got to stay off the radar. I had a horrific, I'm not going to explain it again, but I've slugged on the show before. I had a horrific incident with cops years and years and years ago. And, and I was frightened out of my mind. I'm showing up my, I had all kinds of crazy shit happening. And you're yeah, abso- they'll, they'll scare the living shit yes, out of you. And you're absolutely right. I, I learned that uh, if I have, luckily I haven't been pulled over in years, but if I do get pulled over, Yes, sir. No, sir. Here's my life. You say as little as possible. Don't even look at them. Do, do whatever they say. If they want you to dance on your fucking head, you dance on your head. You do whatever they say and yeah. just let them be on their way because you're not going to win and you want to stay off their fucking radar. And I'm not saying all cops are bad. I know there's some good cops out there. I do. I know in my town there's some good cops. Unfortunately, there's. I think there's a lot more good cops now in our town, thank God. But years ago, 15, 20 years ago, there were some bad fucking cops here. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And they did some corrupt shit. And you know what? The best thing is just to stay the fuck off the radar. So, yes, Wayne and I agree. The dog was obsessive. Give this guy a settlement. Don't even take it to court. Whatever he wants, just give it to him. The guy made out. He got bit by a dog. He's going to get a lot of money. He got to prove his point and not give his driver's license and registration and whatever. Fucking ridiculous. Why did the guy just give his... Well, I don't even think he had a driver's license. I don't know. It's very bizarre. He's one of these constitutional guys, I guess they said, who believes that he doesn't have to follow laws and... Right. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what it was. Because they said his license plate wasn't even a real license plate. It was a written license plate. 
that he wrote yeah. like on a piece of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens. You get a fucking malanoid sicked on you. Yeah. Oh my god. That's you should see his arm. It's true. There was like skin hanging off and shit. Unfucking believable. Oof. Oh, not worth it. Certainly was. Well, maybe it was to him. Maybe he's going to celebrate now because he's going to cash in. I mean, would you take a bite no. from a Malinois no. for a few seconds if you get a nice little payday? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Uh, that that'd be a f- my, my older brother, when we were kids, was attacked by a dog, and it almost ripped his lip off. Um, there is no way. Fuck that. Yeah. And there's not enough money in the world. No fucking way. But, uh, yeah, it's certainly interesting. But anyway, I got to move on to this. This this I find interesting, too. So, well, let's talk about this first. Let's talk about Vape Magazine first. So, the other day, I saw that Wayne made a post uh, about the some hypocrisy feels that's going on with Vape Magazine. They had written an uh, article about something about uh, e-liquid companies. What was the article? It was like e-liquid companies cashing in or greedy e-liquid companies or some shit like that. It was just about like it was called "Stop Letting Greed Destroy Vaping" and just about how these e-liquid companies kind of need to grow up, you know. To put it simply, the, the labeling, the IP theft, um, you know, just being flashy, right? You know, a lot of these e-liquid companies they have flashy, you know, owners and CEOs, and he's kind of harping on them for that, which you know, I'm sure a lot of people agree with. You know, I don't really have a too much of an issue with his actual article, right? But when I saw it, um, I just the first thing that came to my head was, you know, this is coming out of Vape Magazine. You know what I mean? Vape News Magazine. Uh, where he's talking about one of the quotes is like, we need to start thinking of, of this. We need to start thinking yourselves as businessmen and businesswomen and not as rock stars. Right. And then this is what this is exactly what this magazine kind of does. kind of <laughs> shows these yeah. people up as these rock stars. I mean, and, look at the cover of with Twisted Messes. I love Twisted Messes. I think he's awesome. But he looks like he's like, you know, going on tour right now with this cover. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know, and and I think, okay, I agree with that. Now they're not as bad as the other one. Vape Pun Magazine is the worst. That magazine mm-hmm. completely gives in to the stereotype of what they think a vapor should be. The fucking tattoos, the beards, the hey dude, the fucking yo West Coast fucking. They give into that whole stereotype and that fucking makes me sick if that's all that magazine is is totally giving into that fucking yo dude west coast vapor stereotype Mm. uh so i like that vape magazine is going away from that i don't they're they're like going and i see what they're trying to do they're trying to reinvent is what they're trying to do wayne they're trying to you know make it a little bit better more of a like a news thing and blah 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 making it vaping news i get it but don't get me wrong you're right you're absolutely right. They are. They're, they're putting these people on the covers and they're making them into these like stars, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're glorifying the, 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 the vape celebrities. So, so I get that, but that wasn't really the thing that you were pointing out. What you were pointing out was right. some of the advertisements that they were, you know, they get paid by companies to advertise e-liquid products and saying really like, you know, they're, they're accepting money from these so-called e-liquid companies who need to grow up for advertising dollars, yet they're writing an article about it. Um, yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, these were like some of these labels were just they were really bad. You yes. know, if you're putting them on a spectrum, there was a few that you just kind of have to laugh at because they're so bad. 
and I just couldn't, you know, I. It, what's pissing me off lately is just this hypocrisy and this sort of advocacy marketing thing that's going on where, you know, you can market at your products now with advocacy. And it's just kind of making me sick because, one, it's not doing anything. You're not getting anything done by doing any of this. No. We're still having an issue with the PMTAs. We're still having – there's labels that are still out there. I still see the same Candy King labels on all these shelves. You know, we got a lot of shops that just don't give a shit. They're going to fucking stock their shelves with any kind of juice that comes in. And nothing is really being done. So when, when I see articles like this and then I see the hypocrisy, I just have to call it out because, you know – I don't care anymore. Right. I have to call all this stuff out. It's it's insane. Well, when it, well, well, two things. Number one, it's going to get very interesting because within the next few months, the label requirements are going to be here. I just got the labels today for my my new flavor, the citrus mint. Seventy five percent of it is taking up with warnings and all this other stuff the FDA is going to require. Mm-hmm. Only twenty. Like my girlfriend was looking at, it. she's like, only twenty five percent of the label is your logo. The you have to have all this stuff on all the rest of it. Yeah. I do. Yeah, even, you do. Even fucking yeah. zero milligram. I got to have it in big, bold letters. This contains nicotine. It contains no fucking nicotine. I have to say it contains nicotine. I have to have. So 75% of the labels now are going to be all these warnings. And here's another thing, people. Here's another thing. If you live in California, if you live in now, you have the, there, I guess there's a new prop uh, 65 warning that has to be a certain size to put on labels. Okay. So if you want to sell e liquid to California, you have to have the new Prop 65 warning on there, which takes up quite a bit of space. So I have yeah. quite a few customers in California. So obviously, I mean, but what a lot of e liquid companies are doing, I heard them say it too. I've heard them say it. They're saying, you know what? Then fuck California. We're not going to sell to California. And they don't want to because they don't want to have to take up any more space than they already have to for all these other warnings. They want as much space as they can to have some sort of label on there because, honestly, it's, it's not their juice that sells. It's not their juice. It's the label. The label's mm-hmm. what sells your juice. So they don't want to. They'd rather not sell to vapors in California and have that space so that they can have all their bright fucking colors and bullshit on there to get your attention because they all think you're idiots and you are attracted by bright colors. No, you only buy shit with bright colors. Rather mm-hmm. than so a good so you might have an e-liquid line that you like that in a few months won't be able to sell to you anymore because you're in California because they refuse to put the the prop uh, the prop uh, uh, sixty nine or whatever the fuck it is the the, the proposition uh, thing on there because they don't want to take up the space on the label. So and I and I think that's like if you're a company and you want to go down that route with your business, I think that's fine. You know, if you really want to to have this kind of, you know, anarcho state where you can put anything you want out there, you know, run your business any way you want you know, without having to worry about the government, then that's cool. Let's do that. But you need to be ready to fight the FDA on that front and you need millions and millions of dollars to do that. So if we're not going to, you know, uh, be responsible for our actions and we're not going to fight for that, then what's even the point of putting out marketing like that? You know what I mean? Why not try and comply and turn this industry around into something that we know the FDA will allow and something that, you know, will can be respectable rather than trying to go this crazy, be- because, you know, because if cartoons lot, on labels and shit. Because if a lot of these companies have to comply, they won't sell juice anymore. The label and the box is what sells their juice. As soon as those bright, colorful, cartoony, uh, uh, whatever the f- anime, whatever the fuck bullshit they're using labels go, they feel like I'm fucked. So, because now it's going to come down to what's in the bottle. 
because now we're all going to have that big fucking nicotine is dangerous thing. We're going to uh, we we have to put on the label uh, not for sale outside the United States. You have to put do not drink. There's all this stuff you have to put on it now. So now it's not it's 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 going to come down to more so than ever what's in that bottle. And most mm-hmm. of them, what's in the bottle, as you know, most of them, what's in the bottle is shit. It's a couple of fucking generic flavors and some sucralose. It's all about that label in that box. So having that taken away is going to kill them because that's how they're selling juice. But for people who actually have really good juice and the bottle and marketing don't matter, which is not a lot, unfortunately, but there's some out there, they're going to th- they're gonna do great. They got no worries at yeah. all. You know, I, I I just think it sucks. I mean, I don't care. I'm 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 fine. People get my juice because they like it. They don't buy because of the label. I got one of the most boring labels in the world. Um, so it, it doesn't matter. I think it sucks to have to have all, have all this stuff on there. It has to say twice that nic- nicotine's a dangerous chemical. I don't know why it has to say it twice, but it is what it is. And if anything, the labels I'm doing are overkill. And I agree with my co-packer. He said you get you got to go overboard just in case. You know that way. No, no matter what you have made up, you know you're good. And if there's something they do take away, say you only need one warning instead of two, well, whatever. It's, you just leave it. I mean, it's, it's better to go overboard and, and be okay than not do enough. So I, I, I find it weird, too, because my labels are kind of similar. They're very just simple. Yeah. It just has the name of the juice on there and you know some, some, some uh, colors and different fonts. There's no pictures. There's no, there's no pictures of food on it. Yep. You know, it's a very simple, plain label. All the, you know, whatever I need to put on there is on there. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I do fine. It's, right. <laughs> you don't, I don't, right. I don't, I didn't create labels for the type of person that wants a cartoon on their bottle. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I don't understand how that even sells. I don't know one adult who wants to walk around. I mean, one of the labels in the, in the article or in the ads from this magazine. I mean, it was a picture of like this demented looking raspberry. And I don't know what kind of adult would want to be carrying something around like that. I'll tell you, you know who, what I mean? I'll, I'll tell you who, because I, I, I owned a vape shop. I worked in a vape shop for three and a half years. I own and ran a vape shop. I'll tell you who, and this is their market, 18 to 25 year olds. I'd see it every day. Um, they, mm. they would come in and, and they would see the, the juices with the cartoony raspberries on them or the, you know, the, the, oh, dude, look at that. It looks like it tastes good. I, you know, it, it, was, it was 18 to 25-year-olds. No question. Right. That was the majority of them, most of them. You had every once in a while you may have an adult go, oh, look at a candy king. Oh, sour worms. I remember those when I was a kid. But, no, it was mostly all 18 to 25-year-olds because that's the majority of people at that, you know, not especially back then, that was going to these dedicated vape shops. And it's starting yeah. to really get back to that now because the adults are going to these smoke shops now to get their vape stuff or they're getting it online or, or, or they're, you know, they're, they're going a lot of these hybrid smoke vape shops they're going to now. You know, that, they're not going to the dedicated, the dedicated vape shop isn't what it used to be. There's no question no. about it. It is not they're what not, it used man. to be. It's, it's, it's bad now. They sell the, all the same. They all of them have the naked and the keep it 100. They have all the retail juices and then they'll, you know, like go between like maybe 15 or 20 uh, different flavors and they and they just don't keep flavors anymore. I see these guys that own these e-liquid companies. I see it on my Facebook. They're running around all over the country going to store after store after store after store. And listen, I did it too. I if you put me in fucking ten vape shops, I'll get fucking at least six out of those ten vape shops to pick up my juice. No question. I'll get in the try to go, holy shit, that shit's good. I'll I'll try it. But here's the reality. 
The reality is, is out of those six vape shops, only two, if I'm lucky, are going to do a reorder. And then those two after their second reorder, I'll never hear from again. That's mm-hmm. just that's just the way it goes. If you get a hundred vape shops to pick up your juice, you'll be lucky if if ten of them call and do a reorder, and then you may get five of them to do a third reorder. Then you're never gonna hear from them again. They they don't they they already have retail versions of what they keep in stock. And me or none of you motherfuckers are it. Okay, keep it one hundred. Is it naked? Is it Candy King? Is it? Um, you know, the, you know, the big brands, there's certain big brands that stores will always have because they'll always be asked for and they know that and they're the retail, you know, the national retail liquids that everybody knows. And then all us other ones, all us other companies, they're just going to switch us out. That's just the way it works. They're not going to keep you forever. So these guys are constantly spending their lives going to vape shops day after day after day after day after day. And they get in all these vape shops, then they're out, then they chase other ones, then they're out, then they chase other ones, then they're out. It is a crazy fucking cycle. And mind you, understand, they're spending tens of thousands of dollars in giving away free e-liquid to them, travel, hotels, uh, conventions where they're spending tons of money. They are spending tens of thousands of dollars a month to go to these stores in hopes they're going to bring in their juice, which they do maybe once or twice, and it goes away. I know companies that send out full sale, like 30 bottle packs. We're going to send you a free 30 bottles of our juice. Now, you know what? When they get that, they may, if you're lucky, they might do a reorder. Most likely they won't. They're just going to keep your 30 bottles and make the money off and laugh at you. But I see companies that do this. They spend outrageous amounts of money to get a customer that's going to be devoted to them for maybe a month or two, and then they're fucking out. It's not the way it used to be. Years ago, stores had 100, 200 different selections. They had tons in stock. It is not like that anymore. And I I can't believe I see these guys running around like, oh, my God, do they realize the, the money they're pissing away just to get a fucking sale that's never really going to even equate to anything, you know, a few months down the road. What are you going to do the rest of their lives so I can run around going to vape shops? It's crazy. It's absolutely yeah. nuts. It, I, I, well, that's that's a lot of the reason why just people just do co-packers now. Rarely do we see independent juice makers, you know. They just get a co-packer who already has all the distribution set up, and they take a tiny little portion, throw a label on it. Once that's, you know, not selling anymore, they switch it up. And but, it, but that also you know, kind of makes sense. It also depends on the co-packer too. You know, it yeah. depends on that. Now, it you know, you have some co-packers who really will back brands and 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 they'll get them out there and they'll do that. Then there's some that don't. There's you know, it just, it just depends. But right. uh, it it is. It's just absolutely insane to me that that uh, these people are doing this. I mean, it's just nuts. Honestly, I'm. And I not- I think that the the consumers, a lot of them, are kind of becoming hip to it. Because I've seen a lot of growth in the DIY sector where people are just like, I used to love this juice. I vaped it all the time and I can barely get in anymore. And now all these shelves are stocked up with all this garbage, all the sucralose is in these juices. I just want I just want strawberry and to make strawberry and to vape it as cheap as possible. Right. And that's why they get into DIY because it's it's so easy. You yes. know, once they realize exactly what the science is, it's 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 like two steps. Right. But but the other thing too to get back real quick the other thing too about about because we were talking about Vape Magazine, uh, Corey from Vape, the Corey that owns Vape Magazine and uh, what you were talking about, the mm. other thing too is, you know here's the problem, um, and and I and I haven't talked to Corey from Vape Magazine but I sure I'm sure if I asked him he would say this maybe who knows maybe maybe he won't but I think he would you have to understand too, um, these guys don't understand 
and I don't know how they don't, but they really don't understand what the line is. They've just been told cartoon images and IP infringement, and that's it. Everything else is game. Um, you, you know, I, I know a guy. He's he's on, he's on my Facebook stream. He I'm never gonna call him out. He seems like the nicest guy. He really does. He's like one of these guys I think used to be like a drug addict and he changed his life and he started this e-liquid company and he's just made this whole new thing and he has kids and he seems like such a nice guy. And he is constantly, you know, starting with the stop marketing to children and going after people and they're marketing to kids and fuck these people and they're ruining the industry. And one of those guys, bah, fucking marketing fuckers and duh. But if you looked at his e-liquid, even the name of his e-liquid... I'm thinking, is this guy fucking nuts? He's looking in the mirror. How, if the FDA saw his fucking brand, they'd be like, are you kidding me? You're going to tell me you're not marketing to children? I'm sorry. His shit is probably one of the worst examples of marketing to children. Yet, he, I guess he doesn't see it. And, and, no, wow. and nobody's telling him. And I, and I feel so bad. But see, he is, I bring him up as an example because this is the problem. Most of the offenders doing this don't believe they're doing it. They believe they're fine. They 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 yeah. believe there's no problem. I've heard them argue anime's fine. You know that's not really a cartoon. Uh, graffiti's cool. You know we can use graffiti. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I have a picture of a cartoon bunny on there, but it's not really a cartoon. I mean, it's it's I, the the greatest one was that guy in that in the Facebook group. They said, dude, you gotta take the. He had a rabbit with a top hat on for his label. So you gotta take the rabbit off. That's a rabbit with a top hat. Come on. I mean, the problem is, is most of them don't understand that they're offenders. So I think. His response might be, okay, now maybe looking at these ads, maybe, I don't know, it was wrong. But, you know, again, you know, as far maybe as far as he's concerned, these ads aren't bad because he's being told they're not. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he does know and doesn't give a shit. Who knows? Listen, I've said forever with these vape magazines, um, it, it, it's, it, it's amazing that they're writing these stories like this because they do. They take advertising dollars from these companies. Look at the Vaping Magazine. Did you hear my last show that Vaping Magazine has? There's this e-liquid company that put this little – it's a little toy cardboard truck. I oh, actually, yeah, I heard about did that. Did you see that? You fucking kidding me? What adults yeah. cutting out a toy cardboard truck, and then they want you to color it in and post it on social media? What the fuck? Uh, who uh, – who at Vaping know, Magazine it's, saw it's that? Mind boggling. It's mind boggling. <laughs> it's mind boggling. I, I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it either. And I don't know how any of this gets passed if you're on an editorial board for these magazines. You know how someone didn't say this is absolutely not okay because it doesn't make that just doesn't make just that company look bad. I mean, it makes your publication look like shit if you yes. if you preach that and then all of a sudden you have a fucking little toy car in your magazine and you're supposed to color. Yeah, no, you, you can't. You're right. And, uh, you know, and again, I haven't really followed these. Ma I, I've these magazines have been out. For, I know vape vape magazines been out for quite a long time and I don't know about the other ones. I really don't read. They used to send them to my store and whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I, they are what they are. But uh, you're I, I do agree with you, though. I mean, you can't you can't write an article like that and preach about that. And then the, there was one art. There was one ad that you showed the very first one that you put on your Facebook that was in their magazine. I was like, oh, my God, it actually had a cartoon on it. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. you, you can't have that as an ad and then write how the industry is disgusting and, and they shouldn't be doing this because of greed. And speaking of greed, oh, my God, what the fuck? Uh, no, 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 no. I want to do that right now. I want to do this right now. I want to do this right now. Where did I put it? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Speaking of greed, fund the suit. Fund the suit. Everybody's seen this hashtag, fund the suit. If you don't understand what fund the suit is... um. 
it's 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 very simple. There was an there was a uh, lawsuit brought up against the FDA by Nicopure and uh, another company I can't remember. Anyway, they sued the FDA. They lost. Now they want to appeal the decision, which is a very smart thing to do. I feel that this is a very very important lawsuit, and it's very necessary. Don't get me mistaken. It's a very yeah, important lawsuit. Yeah, I completely lawsuit, agree. Completely and agree. And it's very very necessary. So what they're doing now, well. Here, I'll let Grim Green explain. He explains it in his video. This, this is what they're trying to do now with the lawsuit. The coalition needs the vaping community's support to see this all the way through, possibly all the way to the Supreme Court. So let's fight and win this thing. Let's help hashtag fund the suit. So like I said, I'm going to put a link down in the description. GoFundMe slash fund the suit. All of this money is going directly to the right to be smoke free coalition. And I'll tell you, I never thought in a thousand years that I would be part of a lawsuit where we are suing the federal government but i gotta tell you feels pretty good man like i've said in the past i believe in vaping i believe in this lawsuit and i believe in us i believe in us as a community and i believe in us as an industry so one last time i'm gonna put a gofundme link in the description to donate any money that you can possibly spare a dollar $10, whatever dollar amount, it would be incredibly, incredibly helpful for the coalition to actually fund this lawsuit. I mean, could you imagine this lawsuit of ours, the vapors versus the FDA lawsuit going all the way to the Supreme Court? And we helped get it there. We we backed this. We're we're suing the FDA. If any vapors out there have ever wanted to be involved in advocacy or want to do something to actually initiate some big change in the world, this right here is abso-freaking-lutely the way to do it. Okay, we're, Nick, we're not suing the FDA. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, Nick. Number one, you know what? I would have asked Dick to come on and talk about this, but he won't come on, so I'm not even going to bother. It's not even up. He would never respond to me. He doesn't like me, whatever it is, what it is. But, Nick, we're not suing the FDA, okay? Consumers, all of us are not suing the FDA. That's number one, okay? Nico Pure and whatever other companies involved this is suing the FDA. The lawsuit's very important, and I don't think Nick means any ill will. I think Nick is just trying to do what he can to help to get people on board to support this lawsuit. The, the problem is, Nick, and I know he'll hear this, so I'm going to say it. The problem is, Nick, that the consumer should not be paying for it. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne that's made insane. A, Wayne made a very good point, and someone argu was arguing this on Facebook. They're wrong, okay? You have some companies, and I know this. I went to, e I'll tell you right now, I went to ECC a couple years ago, 2016. I was at ECC. I was walking around with CJ, Vaping Monkey. We were walking by the Ruthless uh, booth. It wasn't, I take that back. It was like the Ruthless town. It was fucking, <laughs> it, there's, there was stages. There, it was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, there was all this shit. And, I, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Then next to them was Cutwood. Cutwood had two race cars there. They had fucking race yeah, cars in there. Cutwood had, racetrack yeah, next they, to they had, Ruthless they had, Town. Yeah, they had a stage. They had this whole thing going on. And we're walking by and I told him, I said, CJ, how much was something like that cost? He said, what, what Ruthless did? He goes, easily 100 grand that cost. Easily 100 grand. 
So it's not an exaggeration. It's absolutely true. When Wayne said that these companies, it's that is not a lie. When these companies, it like for example, if you ever go to NVE, great events. I've been to NVE, and you see that giant vape setup. Jesus fuck, that is huge. That giant vape setup. That's got to cost him fifty grand. There's no way it mm. doesn't. There is so much going on there. Product you have to bring in, um, you know, set up employees. There's, oh my God, it, it is a huge, huge thing. That costs a lot of money to do that. Just so you understand, just so you understand. If now I, I can't afford to go to Virginia, it's, I would love to go to MV Virginia. I, I just can't do it. I'll tell you why. If I want to get a table, number one, the table is just a little table, right? Wayne, a little five by whatever, six by table, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. So the the table would be twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Then I have to get there. Okay, so I have to I have to hop on a plane. I have to fly there. How much is it to fly there? I don't know. Maybe uh, four or five hundred dollars there and back. Then here's where it gets crazy. I have to fly all my stuff there. I have to ship it there. I have to ship my juice. I have to ship my 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 setup, my banners, all my shit. That costs a ton of money. I have to get a hotel for two or three nights. I have to eat while I'm there. At the end of the day. Just me getting a little table, a little five by six, whatever the fuck it is, table, at the end of the day, it probably cost me about five, six grand. Mm-hmm. Just for a little tiny, there I am, here's my table. In fact, and there's costs that come up. When I went to NVE at Foxwoods, I went there to go set up my, now luckily I live here, so I didn't have to fly there, I didn't have to stay there. I just drove there, I only had to pay for the table, and I just got to drive there so I didn't have any of the other costs. But uh, when I got there, when I went to go bring my stuff upstairs, I said, oh, you can't. We have to bring it upstairs, and you have to pay us to bring your stuff upstairs. I had to pay them $160 to bring my stuff up to my table. They wouldn't let me do it. So there's these unexpected costs that come up, too. It's very expensive to do these things. And Wayne's right. There's conventions every month. They go to, like, four or five of these motherfuckers. I mean, you know, so they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars every year just to do these conventions. Never mind the tens of thousands of dollars they spend a month to send out free juice, which I think you're an idiot to send out free juice to vape shops because 95% of them are just going to give them away or vape them. We're not going to give a shit. It's not going to equate to a sale. You're just giving away. It's unbelievable. That's how much money's in this industry. They can just give away e-liquid. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, they, they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. You have companies out there that are making tens, not millions, tens of millions of dollars. We're talking about $250,000 they need. You're, you've got big effing, or, or what is that, fucking e-snacks. The e-snacks is giving away a Lamborghini. He's giving away a Lamborghini. Come on. He's just one of many, many. There's many of them. You're telling me that five of these guys can't get together and say, hey, bro, let's just each kick in 50 grand and just get this taken care of. Because number one, it is on the e-liquid industry, the vape, the industry, the people making money in this to take care of this. It's not on the consumer. This should never, ever be on the consumer. You should not be asking consumers to give money to this. That's fucking insane. And it's also insane when you people tell consumers, if you vape, you have to advocate. You got to advocate if you vape. No, that's bullshit. You don't have to be a fucking advocate if you vape. That's insane. Oh, my God. I completely agree on... I always been saying that too, you know, uh, a vapor is just an ex-smoker. Their only responsibility is to not smoke. It's not to fucking give money to these companies. 
companies that are throwing away tens of thousands of millions of dollars <clears throat> to fund their lawsuit. It's not for them to, to you know, spend all day worrying about uh, whose labels are, are doing the right thing. It's just insane that it just always falls back on the consumer. And what happens is these, these lawsuits go into appellate courts and it just gets dragged on and on and on. And then they get discouraged and then they don't want to do anything. Then they go, fuck it. You know, and then that's how you lose a lot of this momentum. It was so hard just to get that survey done when two years ago it would have been done in, a, you know, a week. Yeah. And it's because everyone's de demoralized. Everyone's discouraged. This this just happens all the time. It, and didn't this doesn't didn't they like uh, just recently ask for money, too? And they raised like a good amount of money. And that I just don't understand who thought it was a good idea to make consumers fund this. It doesn't make any sense it's to not me. A it's good irresponsible. Idea. It's not a good idea. Now, understand, There's you even have a ton. Okay, I'm a little e-liquid company. I'm a little e-liquid. There's a lot of me's. There's a lot of little e-liquid companies. We don't make a whole lot of money. But you know what? Mm -hmm. If they came to me and said, okay, you are in the – okay, I could, I'll give you 100 bucks. I can afford to give them 100 bucks, and I'll, I'm going to give them 100 bucks. Here's 100 bucks. Yeah. That's what I can afford right now. And I should because I make money in this industry, and this affects me, and I should be giving money. My customers should not. And I would never, yeah. ever go to them and say, oh, you should give money. No, they shouldn't. They should be able to go on with their lives and do what they do. And they want to vape to keep off cigarettes. And that's it. I'm sorry. You don't have to be an advocate. You know, and there's something else going on, too. That, 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 that just, I just thought of this. I didn't even write in my notes. Everybody wake up. There's this guy running around named Ron Kennedy, okay? If you had to have heard of him. Ron Kennedy, he was at Vape Nation. He ripped a bunch of people off, and now he's on his own. Now, okay, this guy started a website where he's wholesaling stuff, supposedly wholesaling things, okay? And apparently what he's doing now is people are placing orders with him. He's taking their money and not sending them shit. And the crazy thing is he's using his real name. His real name is Ron Kennedy. If you search his name, I think he lives in either Virginia or North Carolina. He's got an arrest record that you won't believe. He's been to jail like 50 million times. So... This guy's running around, he, and I'll tell you what, this fake website he has is pretty impressive. It looks like a real deal website. Like It looks like a professional website. It's actually very impressive. So I could see how people are falling for it. So I see again the other day this guy post. He says, oh, you know, I sent his company $1,000 to buy shit for my store. He disconnected his phone. He won't respond to me. This fucker ripped me off. Now, I, here, here's the advice they're telling him. Oh, uh, go to go to Facebook, uh, vape, vape court. Go to vape court on Facebook and let them know, and and go to, to Dave and put it there, and uh, tell the vaping legion too. Uh, the vaping legion, tell them, and uh, and then post it uh, on on Reddit too, and and then the vaping legion is going to do a show, and and then the Facebook will let everybody. What the fuck? Somebody call the cops. What kind of <laughs> advice is that? Call the fight. If I ordered something and that happened to me. The first thing I'd fuck a vape group or a fucking, even me talking about, this is stupid. Call the cops. I'd call the cops and say, hey, I sent these fuckers $1,000. They disconnected their phone and I didn't get shit. What do I do now? Now, my police would probably tell me there's nothing we can do, but this is what you should do. And then whoever they told me to call, I'd call them. And then whoever told me, they, somebody will know where I go to and who I call authority-wise to stop this. A Facebook group is not going to stop this. Vape court's not going to stop this. A vaping legion, whatever that, that's not going to stop it. VP Live's not going to stop it. The fucking police, the authorities are going to stop it. Someone turn this goddamn guy into the police. 
Someone call the, I don't know, call the feds, call something. I'm sure there's, if someone starts a website and collects thousands of dollars and doesn't send anybody anything, I'm sure there's somewhere you can call when that happens and they'll say, yes, we'll get right on top of it. We'll take care of it. Especially the fact that you have the guy's real fucking name. I mean, that you know, I'm sure they're going to find him and they're going to lock him up again so this doesn't happen anymore. What the fuck is wrong with vapors? Go to vape court. No, don't go to vape court. Go to the fucking cops. Yeah, a thousand bucks is a lot of (laughs) money to be lost on. This guy's been ripping off people for months, tens of thousands of dollars. And I've heard no one say, oh, maybe someone should call the fucking cops. You know, maybe you turn them (laughs) over to the police. They're all talking about going to vape court, go on vape shows and vape legions. What the fuck is going on? Call the police. Please, yeah. somebody call the police and say, Ron Kennedy is ripping people off from me. Thank you. Anyway, um, I, <laughs> I love vaping. It's so funny. Um, where's the other shit? Oh, this is going on so long, and I said it wasn't going to, but I knew it was. Uh, Wayne wants to talk about Vape Magazine. We did that. Oh, yeah. So anyway, the companies need to fund. And again, I, I'm not saying anything bad. It, I don't think Grim Green's being a bad guy. He's just trying to help. I, you know, I, I just, Yeah, and I, I'll say, too, like, He's probably one of the only personalities in vaping that actually has like a good subscriber base and, you know, has loyal fans that seems like he actually genuinely gives a shit. You know, there's a there's a few other big names. And I mean, what the fuck do they do? You know what I mean? They, they barely do anything uh, in terms of kind of spreading awareness on lawsuits, uh, spread awareness on, on local administrations. Well, hang on. Wait he, a minute. he knows his stuff. And, and it's just unfortunate that. He kind of doesn't see how this this is just kind of pathetic. Okay, this, now this I, I'm gonna I'm gonna thing. speak for somebody that I know is gonna be listening, and he's not listening now, but I know he will be. I'm gonna speak for somebody because uh, I know he's gonna hear this and go, "Are you kidding me?" Uh, Matt Cully from Suck My Mod would say, "Excuse me, Wayne. Excuse me, I don't do the same thing, Wayne." Oh yes, yes. yes. <laughs> All right, I, I, I forgot about him. I forgot about I can't him. I don't that. watch much vape tube anymore. No, I know, so. I know. no, Matt. Matt does. I, Matt does a lot of that stuff too. Um, but you're right. Yeah. A lot, a but lot he of- also seems to be like I, because I follow him on Facebook. He also seems to kind of be, you know, kind of sick of all this bullshit that's going on and this hypocrisy and, you know, asking consumers for money. I'm sure Matt would wouldn't wouldn't agree with that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Matt, I, I think I know Matt well enough to where No, he would agree. It shouldn't be consumers. It should definitely be, you know, the industry funding this and it should be. So hopefully they're going to, cause I know people from the industry listen to the show. They have for years. They won't admit it, but they do. Um, cause I, they tell people that I talk to, but anyway, uh, I know they're listening five of you, or even 10 of you, 10 of you get together and just throw the money and take care of it. No, that's one. It, one of them can well, do that. Well, you could do. Listen, I, you, there should there should be one, but th- that's not going to happen. You're not going to have one that's going to do it. So, try to at least get them together. Just jump in and say, you know what? We're going to take care of it. We're going to fund it. We're good. Uh, you'll love you. You guys will be heroes. It'll be great. Uh, and and keep this going. And it does. And it's because it is important. It does need to be appealed. It could definitely make a difference with our future with the FDA and vaping. There's no question. And it does need to go through. There's no this appeal needs to go through, but the consumers don't need to fund it. So please, companies, come together, just throw the money in there and just get it done. I don't know what they're gonna say. Oh, we give a lot already. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, this is something else. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this is the the nature of the game. This is the nature of the beast. This is the industry that we're in. You know, we're in an industry where we could be out of business tomorrow. It's some pretty scary yeah. shit sometimes. It really is. I got to spend all this fucking money to redo my goddamn labels to have it filled up with 75% of garbage as far as I'm concerned. 
Uh, but I have to if I want to stay in business. Uh, you I, know, I, I think like people forget or, or these companies forget that this is a vice industry. And anytime you're dealing with vice products, I mean, you're, you have to have money set aside yeah. or some type of, uh, you know, lobbying group set aside to really just deal with all this stuff on a constant basis. I mean, they're asking for $250,000. That Does that sound like enough money to fight the FDA no. on the very basis <laughs> of the fucking regulations? Absolutely not. Not even close. That doesn't sound like it would pay for one day of that. Yeah, it's not even close. It really doesn't. And I know Keller Heckman is a great law firm. I mean, I, I follow their stuff on their website. I mean, they take on some nice cases, but I, that seems awfully, awfully low, especially yeah. if you're trying to ask for consumers. Yeah, it is. It is. And that'll eventually run out and then we'll be doing this all over again. So I, I think I really I think their best bet is just to go target 10 of the biggest ones in the industry. We all know who they are. And just say, listen, you know, we, we, we got to do this and have them all throw in a pool of money and get it done. But asking consumers yeah. is wrong. And don't get mad at Grim Green because he's just trying to help. He doesn't know. He's like, I'm just trying to fucking do what I can to help. You know, he's he's nobody's perfect. OK. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to talk about this. The whole teenage girl, the wet lung. Yeah. OK. They made up wet lung, whatever it is, what it is. I just think that's going to go away. It was a great story. Got people all scared. Oh, my God. Vaping can cause this wet lung. But the story didn't really, you know, what's funny is, is this whole wet lung thing, the story didn't really take, take like I thought it would. It took for a couple of days and then it just went away. Like mm -hmm. nobody really cared really. I, I, I think even like people who don't even vape saw that and thought that was ridiculous. Like, come on, some teenage girl vape for three weeks and it made her, come on. I, I don't even think a normal minded person who knows nothing about, at all about vaping even bought that. So I don't think it was very successful. Everything's even worth talking about. Oh, Cole Bishop. So Cole Bishop, Cole Bishop got rid of the vaping language. So now, now everybody doesn't like Cole Bishop because it got rid of the vaping language. Now, now it just it's about I guess cigars and pipe tobacco and and whatever else. Pretty much, with the exception of one little line, all pretty much all the vaping verbiage was removed from the Cole Bishop amendments. So now, oh, we don't like the Cole. Listen. I've played this a million times. I'm going to play it one more time so people get it through your heads. The Cole Bishop Amendment before, when you thought it was great, wasn't great then. Okay? It wasn't great then. Why wasn't it great before? Because Cole, Senator Cole, said himself, we can use the Cole Bishop Amendment to ban certain flavors. I know nobody was told that by all these advocacy groups and all these fans of the Cole Bishop Amendment because they didn't want you to, to realize that. They wanted you to believe it was the greatest thing since sliced bread and it was going to save the industry. But the fact of the matter is, is Cole said it himself. You don't believe me. Here he is saying it again. The Agapropes bill last year regarding the marketing of these products to children and to youth. Uh, it includes restrictions on vapor products, frankly, that go further than the FDA's deeming rule and are consistent with the FDA's current treatment of cigarettes. Importantly, my amendment would uh, require the agency to take a category-wide approach in regulating this emergency market and set up a piecemeal approach. That, that means effectively if you found a flavor or something that you thought was particularly uh, you know, um, uh, inappropriate, you could ban it for all these products, not simply handle one product at a time, where literally the product might stay on, uh, uh, you know, that wasn't regulated for years. So, so that's what you were supporting. <laughs> what the fuck? 
like, how does anybody hear that and go, yeah, go Cole Bishop Amendment? I haven't understood that for years. How the fuck do people not hear that and they're su- telling people to vote for this, support it? He said it himself. You can essentially ban flavors across the board. Yeah, let's support Cole Bishop, man. Listen, I'm happy. It's uh, the light, whatever. It's gone. Thank God. It's ridiculous. But what is interesting about the Cole Bishop Amendment and I was talking to Jamie about this the other night. It's very interesting. She doesn't even vape, but she found this industry. Interest, interesting. So what they're pretty much trying to do is they're trying to remove cigars and pipe tobacco from FDA regulation. Mm-hmm. Now, so I tell Jamie this. She goes, well, how is that possible? Isn't cigars and pipe tobacco like cigarettes? Well, yeah, it's, it's tobacco. Cigarettes have tobacco. Cigars have tobacco. Pipe tobacco is tobacco. Well, then how is it different? She doesn't get it. Well, how could that be removed? How, that's, how is that not the same as smoking? Very good question. How is that not the same as smoking? Well, it's a very actually simple answer if you think about it. Okay? It's very simple. Especially when it comes to cigars. And, you know, both. Pipe tobacco cigars. The majority of people who are cigar smokers are well-to-do people. A lot of senators smoke cigars. A lot of congressmen smoke cigars. A lot of business CEOs smoke cigars. Back in the day, I used to have an occasional cigar. Um, they're tasty. It's, 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 it's a practice and something done by a lot of very important, affluent people. A lot of golf clubs will have cigar rooms. You play around a golf. You smoke some cigars after. They have pipe rooms. They smoke their pipes. So you have a lot of these people who love their cigars and love their pipe tobacco. So what do you think is going to happen? Since they have the money and the influence and a lot of them are in government, they're going to do everything they can to protect their cigars from going anywhere. They don't want the FDA even near their fucking cigars or pipe tobacco, and they're going to make sure that happens. Now, the mm-hmm. interesting thing, which I, then it made me wonder, like, can you sell cigars online? Yes, you can. There's a lot of companies that sell from the United States that sell cigars online. So then I went and attempted to go purchase some cigars to see, like, you know, if there's on like age verification. Or I went to three cigar sites, all three of them, not a single fucking one had any sort of age verification. They didn't even ask if I was 18. You could just go on there, pick out your cigars, put in your name, address, put in your card number, done. You get your cigars. Nothing. So it is very fascinating. And, and someone made a point. They said, you know, it's crazy that, that they're going all this length to protect cigars and, to, and pipe tobacco. And then, you know, vaping, the one thing that's less harmful than all of them put together. Well, there, God forbid that. Yes, it, it's insane. It is insane. It's absolutely crazy. And I can't believe that you can go online and just buy a fucking cigar. I mean, a, a teenage kid could go buy a cigar, no fucking problem. Very easily. He can get one very easily. Um, and, and they'll, and they'll probably get away with it. And it's because a lot of these people are cigar users. and They're going to make sure their cigars aren't fucked with. And I think yeah, that's, and nuts. they have lots of money and yes, and they have lots of money and they have lobbyists and they have friends that are going to make sure they have senators and congressmen are going to make sure they don't make sure they don't take our cigars, Senator. Oh, I'll make sure our cigars aren't going anywhere. Um, it, it's nuts. It, because I'm sorry, it's it's tobacco. It's got nicotine. It's smoking pipe. It's just it's, it's how the fuck is smoking a cigarette regulated? But cigars and pipe tobacco gets a pass. It's absolutely absurd. It makes no sense at all whatsoever. But you watch, they'll get a pass. The FDA mm-hmm. won't be able to touch them, and they'll stay. Now, the only thing that might possibly 
which I don't know if it'll happen, possibly stop it is if for some reason kids start getting into cigars. Now, if your kids decide, hey, man, having a cigar is a thing to do, man, and you have all these kids going online buying fucking cigars, maybe something might be said about it. Don't know if anything can be done about it, but who knows? It's very yeah. interesting. Very interesting. Well, they have like all those flavored cigars too. So I wonder if anything with, with flavored cigars would be left in just to kind of give that FDA a win. Um, that'll be interesting. Like the grape, right. grape duches and stuff like yeah. that. You know? No, 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 no. That, that's gone. That's fucking gone. They're going to get rid of that. They're just going to keep the, uh, they'll word it somehow. So it's just really their premium cigars that they all want to smoke. And their pipe tobacco, that's not going to go either. But how mm-hmm. the fuck do you get, how does t- pipe tobacco get away with it? What about like, you know, you can buy tobacco in bags now, right? I mean, like loose yeah. tobacco. So what happens with that? I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I know like in the, in, in the DIY sector, um, a lot of, uh, mixers are worried that like, you know, what can the FDA do about DIY? And they can't really touch DIY in a sense. The only thing they can go after is the nicotine. They can kind of, you know, inhibit sales of, of nicotine. But I mean, if you're saying like, if we're talking about just pure tobacco, they're not going to get rid of pure tobacco tobacco and in that sense you can always sort of synthesize nicotine from that yeah. plus china has a thriving nicotine market and don't you know unless they're going to start stopping shipments in from from overseas there's really no way they can stop uh, a mixer from making in their own home plus they already know like they they've already stated on on record that they don't care what people do in their own home they don't have jurisdiction over that right um no. yeah no but they, they, you know in terms of like fair, loose leaf tobacco it kind of opens things up for the vaping market it's, it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy that, you know, all their buddies are going to get together and save these cigars, and, and they don't even get a mention. I find it amazing that a 14-year-old could go online right now and buy a cigar and not even be asked if he's, if, if he's even of age. He could just buy one. I mean— Yeah, that, that is crazy. That's crazy to me. <laughs> I never, I never knew that. I didn't either until I started going through these sites the other day. I'm like, what the fuck? How is this happening? Um, and, and I, but also too, you know, we've been lumped in with the cigar industry for the past couple of years and they want the fuck away from us. They don't want anything to do with us. They're like, get us the fuck away from them. They think we're nuts. They want yeah. nothing to do with us and they hate that they've been lumped in with us. So they're making sure that, that we're getting separated. They don't want to be anywhere near us. They're like saying they're swooning to just get the fuck out of here. They're saying we're doing our own thing. You go do what you want to do. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, I can't forget about doing this. Okay. I was going to talk about this at the beginning of the show, but I'm going to talk about it now. There's this guy who did a video. Someone sent it to me. Uh, I guess his name is Heavy Metal Vapor. I found out his name. His name is Heavy, Heavy Metal Vapor. He's sitting on some YouTube fucking thing with Vaping Fagin and then some weird guy. I don't know. Some third guy. I don't know who he was. Just some guy sitting there. He didn't really have much to say, I guess, but he didn't really seem to be involved in it. The two that were involved with this was this heavy metal vapor and vaping Fagan. They're doing some YouTube thing. I guess they do one of these YouTube shows. I don't know. There's all kinds of these vape YouTube shows. Can't even keep up with them. And they start, the, the, this heavy metal vapor guy starts talking about Zofi vapes. Okay? I want to play what he said, then I want to respond to it. Where is it? Here it is. Listen to what this guy says about Zofi. From Watofo. That's that's how Mr. Z Gan says it. Is the it Watofo or Watofo? I say Watofo. We don't yeah. pronounce shit like Zofi. 
<laughs> they haven't corrected me, so I guess Watofo is acceptable. Oh, it's Waterfall. No, it's not. You're just a fucking idiot. Here we go. Here we go. Dude, I don't like her. I don't like her. <laughs> I was, was referring to I was referring to Twisted 420. That's how he says it. Oh, I don't care. Well, he's an idiot too, but he's an idiot on a different level. Like, I genuinely don't like Zofie. I think she's a fuck. She was a complete bitch for no reason. So I was, I will say I was disappointed. In yeah. Fact, I was really excited to meet her. Like I was like Michael Jackson excited. <laughs> like touching little boys excited. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I sleep over in my bed type of thing. I don't, I don't think I've ever been that excited. <laughs> I was pretty excited. I hear you. I hear you. I think that's the one person you really wanted to meet too, wasn't it? Yep. Man, Her I, and Matt, I, was, I was really excited to meet both of them. Matt was a really cool dude, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. No disappointment there, but definitely Sophie, man. She can she can take that shit on somewhere. So, I don't know. Hello, so, folks. Sorry if you guys love her. You know, you love her. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a not a huge fan. Not a fan. Zofia <laughs> <laughs> shy, not a bitch. I beg to differ. <laughs> like I've I've talked to her several times. Walked up to her and she was like, "Oh yeah, hey." Well, it doesn't work like that. Oh my god! Wow, what a tough guy! What a tough guy! Pick it on Zofie. Okay, tough guy. I want to answer what, what, what you said. Did you hear what he said, Wayne? Yeah, I heard Okay, it. so just so you understand. Zofie knew this guy. They've spoken many times before. And they were on friendly terms. So, NVE in Connecticut happened a few months ago. And she was there. I was there with her. I wasn't there when this happened, but, you know, I was at the event. Um, anyway, she ran into uh, this guy, Heavy Metal Vapor. And Vaping Fagan, who was also there. He's part of the clip. And uh, I guess they didn't like the response they got from her. There's actually video of it. She says, oh, hey, how you doing? Um, I guess she was supposed to go crazy and go, oh, my God, you're heavy metal vapor. Oh, God, I love you. Oh, God. I guess she was supposed to, I don't know, jump all over you and talk about how great you fucking are or how, how fucking awesome you are. I don't know. What, what the fuck did you expect? But... I guess he didn't like the response he got from Zofie. He didn't like her just saying, oh, hey, how you doing? And uh, that set him off. And now all of a sudden, you know, he's uh, being a tough guy, big tough guy, fucking making fun of the way she talks and uh, picking on her. Listen, tough guy, let, 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 let me tell you something, okay? You should, you sh number one, if you had a problem with the way she responded to you, have some balls and contact Zofie and say, hey, Zofie, you know what? We met at NVE, and I didn't really like the response I got. I felt like you kind of like blew me off, or you weren't like really nice. What was that about? And I'll tell you what she would have said to you. And this, and this, and listen to my story here. This is why you should have done this. Because let me tell you something. Get this, Wayne. I'm standing. You know who Jay Hayes is, right? Uh -huh. I'm at NVE. I'm standing there with Jay Hayes, just talking to him. Nice guy. Never met him before. Having a great conversation. And this vaping Fagan is walking, walking down, 
right near the casino. He's walking. So Jay sees him walking and starts, you know, staring at him, looking right at him. So we're now at this point, we're both staring at this vaping Fagan. He's walking. He's getting closer, getting closer. Jay Hayes had to have been, I don't know, two feet away from him. And he was doing like one of those like stare down things. Like, you know, when someone's like staring at you to get, you know, get your attention to look at him. Didn't even flinch. The guy walked right fucking by us like we didn't exist. Mm. Jay looked at me like, what? And I looked at Jay like, whoa. And I even said to him, I said, what, does he not like you or something? He goes, I don't know. I thought he did. I, we were both baffled like, wow, he just walked right by us. Didn't even fucking blink. Didn't even look at us. Didn't even say a thing. Just walked right by like we didn't even exist. And I thought, wow, what a fucking prick, right? Right? Would you think that? Like, what a dickhead. Guy just fucking walks right by. I've had the guy on my show. I never had a... Jay I, just walks right by us. So I thought, wow, what a fucking asshole that guy was. What a fucking prick, right? So next day, I'm talking to Matt, Cully, Matt from Suck My Mod, Matt. I'm telling him what happened the day before. Here's what Matt says to me. He says, Kevin, he's blind. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, he's blind. He's like legally blind. You didn't know that? I guess he's like blind in one eye and he can barely see in another eye. The guy's like almost blind. So he probably didn't see you because he's blind. <laughs> so I go, wow. Okay. I guess he wasn't a dick. He was blind. I was wrong. And I feel, okay, you know, the guy. So he's not a dick. He's blind. He couldn't fucking see us. So the guy's not a prick. He's not an asshole. I have nothing against his vaping Fagan. He just clearly didn't see us. I didn't know he was blind. My bad. Sorry. The guy's fine. So now I know why. Now there's a reason why he just walked by us and didn't say a thing. He couldn't see us. Fair enough. Okay. There was a reason behind it. There was a reason behind it. So the guy's not a dick. He's not an asshole. I got the reason. Now, if you would ask Zophie, uh, metal, whatever fucking vapor you are, if you'd ask Zophie... Like, what happened, or anybody, here's, especially, here's what Zophie would have said. Here's exactly what she would have said. I'm sorry, when I get around a lot of people, I was super anxious. She is terrible around, Zophie is terrible around people. She gets very mm -hmm. nervous, she gets a lot of anxiety, she doesn't know what to say. She gets, it, it's, it's, it's very tough for her to be around a large group of people. Very tough. She does it because she knows that people watch her videos and, and they like to meet her and she does want to meet the people that like, she does want to do that and meet her fans and she, it's just very hard for her to do. And I, I understand she is terrified around people. It's very tough for her. Um, you know, it, she gets anxious, extremely anxious. It's very, and she would have said to him, listen, I'm sorry. And she remembers that moment. She said, there was a lot of people around me. There was these cameras in my face. I was getting anxiety. I was getting really anxious. I didn't know what to say or what to do. She just froze. She didn't know what to do. She, she experiences anxiety, major anxiety being around crowds of people. And she would, and I'll say it too. Like I know, um, I know like, like at their shows, I, I don't like shows either. And it's a reason why I don't go to a lot of them. But, um, you know, with Zophie, you know, I've been, I was critical of Zophie when I, when she kind of like first popped up and I just thought she was like, uh, someone trying to use their image to sort of bring about a following. Right. I didn't yep. take her very seriously. And I think she gets a bad 
reputation just because she's a pretty girl. You know what I mean? Like it's just a natural, uh, almost like a natural thing for for men to to kind of dispel them as being serious in an, in an industry that especially that's dominated by men. So I think, and then after a while, and I saw that, you know, she's still doing it. She's one of the top reviewers in a game. I mean, it, it, you have to respect it. You know what I mean? She and is- after, after I saw this, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it was my insecurities kind of projected onto her. And that's why I, I, I was kind of critical of her in the beginning because you know, it's undeniable. She's one of the top reviewers. Yeah. Uh, I just wouldn't even say reviewers. She's just a top vape personality. Yes. You know, everyone knows who Zofia is. And, and a lot of reviewers, unfortunately, don't like her for that. They have yeah. this attitude. And I have no problem admitting it. You know, I, I, I know when my insecurities pop up, I have no problem admitting that, you know, maybe I said some bad things about her. Maybe I, I've said some bad things about other reviewers as well. And it's sometimes my insecurities pop up. But I'll admit when I'm wrong. And, you know, maybe there was something else going on with Heavy Metal Vapor. I've spoken to him a few times. And he seems like a nice guy. Um so maybe there, there's something else going on behind the well, scenes. He doesn't, that, he doesn't sound very nice know, there. But. He doesn't sound very nice there. And, and if he had taken the time to ask Sophie about it, she would have said, I apologize. I have extreme anxiety. I just kind of freaked out. with all. She, I, I was with her the whole weekend. She was like, oh, my God. You know, she was just freaked out. It's a lot for her. I, I don't yeah. know what you— And I'm sure she's probably one of the people that get swarmed the most, especially yes. at an event. Yes, and understand, you know, Zofie literally, her life is these videos. She makes videos, and that's it. She stays in her fucking house. She's not out partying. She's not out with all these. She she is hardly ever, ever around people. So when she's around people, it's tough for her. And especially mm-hmm. when you got companies going, Zofie, 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 hey, hey, come here. Let me give you this. We don't talk to you about that. Blah, 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 blah. You got people going, picture, autograph, da, da, da. This is, you know, oh, I love It's a lot. It is a lot for her, and, and it's, it's tough for her to do. So instead of taking it personally, what you should have done, Metal Vapor, is find out what the reason was behind it instead of making fun of her and being a fucking tough guy and insulting her on some fucking YouTube thing, whatever the hell it is. You know, you should. And, and let me tell you something else. He saw her just this past weekend at NV in Alabama and walked up to her and said, hey, how you doing? I know that, too. And let me tell you something. Maybe you don't think that Zofi knows about that video. She knows. And she was waiting to see hmm. if you were going to say something about it. But no, you didn't bring it up. You know, you're, you're a piece of work. You're to go up there and be all nice to her face now after saying something like that. How about you should have said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zofie, for making fun of the way you speak and, and, you know, saying what I said about you. That was fucked up. Maybe I, I should have understood that your anxiety took over and you didn't mean it as anything bad against me or vaping Fagan. It's just, you know, I, I get it. It's okay. We're cool. You know, no, not even that. You're just going to walk up there and pretend that nothing ever happened? Come on, man. You know, a lot of these people hate her. And let me tell you something else she did. Let me tell you something. You want to get an inside of the reviewer world right now? Let me give you an inside. None of these reviewers have wanted to touch doing a Vupa review. None of them. Ever since this horse shit with Tony B and, and Vupu and, you know, all that <laughs> shit that went on. None of these reviewers would want to touch a Vupu review. They all want to do them. They all want to do them. But none of them, will want, none of them want to touch it. You want to know who manned up and did the Vupu review just last week? You want to know who manned up all of you reviewers? Zofi did. Zofie's the one that manned up and did the fucking Vupu review. Now know what you're going to see, everybody? Mark my words. In the next 30 days, you're going to see all your favorite reviewers doing Vupu reviews again. You want to know why? 
because Zophie broke the ice. Because she fucking manned up when they should have done it. She manned up and did the fucking Vooper review. So now all you guys can do them now. Not even a man stood A girl st- uh, stood up and did it. So instead mm-hmm. of insulting her and getting jealous of her and hating on her and, oh, God, how does that bitch have all these viewers? It must be the way she looks or oh, I don't know what the fuck. You know what? Give her some fucking respect. This girl works her ass off for these fucking reviews. I mean, she has the following she has because she makes them entertaining and funny and she takes it seriously. What the yeah. fuck? And she, she does. <laughs> like it, That was one of the things that I kind of... You know, I I I, I kind of pulled back on is you know she does take it seriously. <laughs> like it's not it's not an act. You no. know what I mean? Like, and I it's it's just it's like an insecurity in in certain men. You know, there's it's just it's it's a very masculine driven. And, and I know Ruby Rue gets a lot of shit too. You know what I mean? It's you know the women in this industry. It's pretty hard for them. And for someone like Zofie to kind of come out and be, you know, as successful as she is. And Ruby Rue has a successful juice line. You know, it's awesome. And and to just shit on them mainly because you think they're trying to use their body. It's, it's, it's an insecurity thing. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. This, this poor girl, I don't know, but anyway, uh, metal vapor, heavy, whatever he is. Uh, I really think you should apologize to Zophie for saying what you said. It was, she knows she saw what you said. She she saw what you said. It bothered her. She didn't understand it. Like, I thought this guy was friendly with me. Why is he saying this stuff? Oh, it hurt her feelings. So if you feel like a big man, you want to hurt her feelings, and you want to be a tough guy, then go ahead. Come on, you know, whatever. I guess that's the way you live your fucking life. But you should apologize to her. You know, send her a message and say, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that shit. That was wrong. Because it was. You should, you should instead of taking out a YouTube channel, you should have fucking have the decency to to give her the uh, courtesy of a conversation and say, I, I had a, you know, there was someone at the event that that had a, a, a ish, the guy at the booth next to me, you know, he got all upset. He's like, oh, I thought Zofia was an asshole to me. I'm like, listen, you know, he was trying to do business with her. And she's like, I'm just here to see my fans. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. She said, I'm just here to see my fans. He wanted her to take the time and talk to her and, and do this business thing. And she just wasn't there for that. And he's like, oh, she's being a bitch. I said, no, she's just, was expressing that she wants she's here to see her fans you know and, and hang out she's not here to do business mm-hmm. uh, you know the guy just wasn't hearing it he just thought wow i'll never watch her again well whatever I, <laughs> what the fuck you Dude, know this is why i don't go to these fucking shows anymore. <laughs> it's great I, you know I'll, i will go to nve and that's it when mve comes here to foxwoods i'll go because it's right here i might i may go to the one in virginia but i'm not gonna have a booth i'm just gonna show up for an afternoon and I'll literally fly in, hand out business cards to the certain companies I want to hand business cards to, hang out for a little bit, and fly home that night. Um, and then there's yeah, I don't think booths are worth it, no. man. I really don't. And then there's one in uh, June 30th uh, here in Connecticut. They're doing like a local thing for all the local companies. I'll be at that because that's like a local thing. Um, that's something that a vape shop's putting on. It's, but yeah, that's it. I mean, there's just. I don't know. It's it's such a waste. Don't get me wrong. It, it was it was nice having the booth at. It's if you can go and it doesn't, you don't have to pay for airfare and a hotel. If you put it this way, Wayne, if you can drive to it, getting a booth, yeah, it, it, it is smart to get a table. It is. I sold a lot of e-liquid that weekend. I mean, it, it it does it does work, and I got people buying from me now, like religiously from that event that bought the juice there. But to spend money on airfare and all, no, it's not worth it. It, it really isn't. I would just. Well, I'm uh. There's a show coming up 
I can't give too many details out, but we're renting like half of the convention. It's like this humongous thing. Not me personally, but I'm a part of this thing that we're doing. And just the amount of money that's going into this one event, it just, it's crazy. And that's why when I see this fun, the suit stuff, I'm just like, how does this make any sense? You know, you're asking for consumers for this tiny amount of money that, I mean, we're spending three times that amount on this, on this event, on one event. Yeah. It makes no sense. And they're probably, they're probably going to go to like four or five all across the world. Yeah. Yep. No, I know. So, well, you know what? It's fine though. Cause Wayne, they're going to listen to this show. And then they go, as much as we fucking hate this guy, as much as we think he's a douchebag, he's right. Let's just fucking get the money up and, and, and fund it and go. And, you know, you mentioned something before with, with the using the advocacy to, to, to sell. I see mm. this. You know, I, I see companies doing this. They're, uh, they're, you know, putting up their labels. These are our labels. These are the way they should be done. This is the way the industry needs to be. And, and. Don't support all the uh, candy kings and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking stop it for Christ's sakes. Just stop. Mind your business. Sell your e-liquid. If people like it, they'll buy it. If they don't, they won't. It is what it is. There's plenty of room in this industry. Plenty of room. There's plenty of people vaping. There's plenty of room. And if you're mm-hmm. not selling e-liquid, stop blaming other e-liquid companies. You're doing something wrong. I can't blame Candy King if I can't sell my liquid. That's fucking dumb. Christ's sakes. I love it. I love this industry. It's so it's so dysfunctional. <laughs> I know. Well, I was talking to uh, an industry guy the other day, and we were talking about it. We were just like, man, this stuff is... I don't know what I would do without it. It's just so much fun. Yeah, it's a lot. Hey, it's given me eight years of fucking content to talk about. It's, it, it's phenomenal, and it's always something new every time. There's always some crazy <laughs> shit going on. I know. I mean, it's, it's, I know. It's insane. You fucking idiot. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Dimitri thinks it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. Douchebag. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think I got everything unless there's something you want to talk about. It's been almost two hours. I can't believe it went on this long. I said it's going to be an hour. It's only going to be an hour. Hey, man, it's always a great conversation with you. Dude. Oh, let me know anytime you want me to come on. We'll figure it out. No, it's a lot of fun. It really is. I love having you on. Um, again, I'm going to try everybody to get Dino as soon as I can. I don't know when that's going to happen. I sent him a message tonight. I'll see. I, I'm i just at this point trying to call in during a show and get Dino to come on for a few minutes. I'll slowly mm. you know, kind of reel him back in if I can. But I know, I know he's doing a lot better. Um, I've gotten some word that he's doing good. So Dino's fine. Dino's okay. He's living his life. He's doing his thing, but hopefully we'll get him on to come on at some point soon. And I am also going to work on the, I should have never said it because people email me all the time. Now, what are you going to do the reunion show? I didn't say I was doing a reunion show. What I was going to do was I was going to try to get myself and Jan and Dimitri and Russ and, you know, everybody that had a genie, all the five of us that had shows on here for a good period of time all together to do one show and see what happens. I'm sure everybody loved to hear that. I'll love to hear it. It'd be very interesting to have all of us uh, uh, discuss God knows what. Um, Where has Russ been? uh, Russ is just being Russ. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, true. That makes sense, actually. You know what? I'm getting married in September. Uh, not August. I'm getting married on, in August. And oh, congrats. I'm getting married in September. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Uh, well, how long were congrats you Congrats to you, sir. How long were you with her before? 
almost 10 years. Yeah, me too. I've been with her 10 years. <laughs> oh, nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> been 10 years. And, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, um, so uh, uh, Russ is going to be at my wedding and Dino's going to be there. So it'll be interesting because I haven't seen Russ in forever. I haven't seen Russ, God, geez, probably been a year, maybe more. I haven't seen Russ in the longest time. I haven't talked to Russ. I've, I've talked to him through emails um mm. every once in a blue moon but that's that's it um yeah yeah last I, time i saw him he was on twitter like talking about hillary clinton or some shit and, oh yeah, you know, yeah yeah going underground turning into a lizard yeah yeah he's still doing all it and he's on facebook too he's all over that facebook he's uh he's still doing that but no i haven't i mean i've called him a few times in the past he just doesn't answer i just don't even bother it's like why bother i noticed that if anybody knows russ and you want to get in touch with him, the best way is his email. That's when, mm. whenever I, e- I emailed him once, I, my, I get the IPTV service from him. And uh, there was an issue where I forgot my password because they updated the plugin on my uh, IPTV. And uh, it was like three in the morning. So I emailed him. I'm like, I'll just send an email and I'm sure I'll get it. That motherfucker within two minutes answered my email. Three in the morning. <laughs> oh, no problem. Kevin, here's the password. So. You know, all I know is if you want to reach out to him, email him. That's the best way to get to him. Don't bother with Facebook. Don't bother calling him, texting him. That's a waste of time. Email him. He seems to be all over that email. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you some of this citrus mint as soon as I get it uh, done. Should be within hopefully the next few weeks, Wayne. And you gotta, you gotta try it. Yeah, I'll try it out. I'll send you some stuff too. Yeah, send me some stuff too. Just don't put any sweetener in it. As long as there's no sweetener. No, you'll just have to mix it yourself though. I have to mix it myself. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But uh yeah, you got you got to try the citrus. I think this I fucking love the citrus mint. I think it's delicious. I just wonder what you're going to think of it. It's 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 really yeah. really really good. It's unique. Definitely right unique. It's awesome. All right, well, I don't want to take up any more of Wayne's time. He's a very busy person, and it was very nice for him to come. I like having you on. You're a good, you're, you're a good co-person to have on. Yeah, man, I always have a good time on here because I feel like, you know, we're, we're aligned in a lot of ways with our ideals, so it works out. No, no, we definitely are. We definitely are, and we've, uh, we see a lot of the bullshit that's going on there too, which is, which is fun. And you get, to come yeah. here, you get to come on here and call them out, which is great. So wonderful. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> and then you can go back to your DIY world and do your thing. And uh, you know, it's great. It's awesome. Yep. I, I guess I guess you would be I guess that you would be the Zofi Vapes of DIY. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess so, man. That actually is perfect. Yeah, there you go. So that works out. <laughs> All right, Wayne. Well, again, thank you for coming on. DIY or Die is his YouTube channel. Check him out. You can check him out on Facebook. Yeah, check check out my website too, DIYordievaping.com. That's Teach you how to mix. It's so it's DIY DIYvaping dot what is it? DIY or There you go. DIY or Yes, check out his website as well. Very interesting yeah. stuff. And thank you for coming on. We will talk to you soon, Wayne. Yeah, man. I'll catch you later. All right, man, Appreciate later. it. All right. Boy, that was fun, wasn't it? And again, no callers. They never call in. Got the call-in number up all the time, but they won't call in. They'll send emails. They'll put messages on social media. Hey, why'd you say that? Fucking, I'm not going to answer messages or Facebook. I'll say this. If you have 
an issue or want to discuss something I've said ever on any of these shows, you call in. 347-712-3737. So if you're listening to this show and you're like, man, I can't believe that motherfucker said this. Well, you know what? Next time I do a show, call in. I'll be more than happy to discuss it with you. I love having debates and discussions. That's the way to do it. That's the way it should be done. Not on a keyboard, not on a Facebook group, not on a Facebook post, not on a fucking instant message, not on fucking Google or Instagram, wherever the fuck you go and do this shit. Do it old school. Pick up the phone. Hey, let's talk about it. I love it. That's what I want. That's what I want. I'm not going to argue with you on social media so you people understand or emails. That's why I'm here. Seven three three four seven seven one two three seven three seven. That's the call-in number. Also, before I go, starting now through Memorial Day weekend, which this Memorial Day weekend is going to suck for me because I can't drink because I'm on fucking antibiotics. I went to the nose doctor. He put me on face. He says I have a sinus infection. I need to take antibiotics. So I'm on antibiotics for the next three weeks, which means I can't fucking drink. And the antibiotic I'm on, they, from what I've researched, I especially can't drink. Like, it would fuck me up if I drank. So I have to have a Memorial Day where I can't drink. Wonderful. But anyway, I hope you guys can have all the drinks that you can possibly have on Memorial Day. We're going to do a Memorial Day sale starting today through Monday at 11.59 p.m. Use your VP Live, VP Live, all caps, for your discount code at Tea Time Liquid, and it'll be 35% off. 35%. What does that mean? And it's free shipping. So what does that mean? That means if you want a bottle of Tea Time, it costs, I think, $16 and something cents for a 60-mil bottle shipped. There's no way I don't charge you for shipping. 16 bucks for a bottle. 60-mil of the best no-added sweetener tea e-liquid you're going to have. It's that simple. So if you want to stock up or if you haven't tried it, teatimeliquid.com. I'll put the link in the show notes so that you can easily click on it. Because if you haven't t- tried Tea Time yet, I'm telling you, you're missing out. Fucking juice is delicious. And I'm not just saying that because I own the company. <laughs> well, I kind of am. But no, I, I, it's, I, I swear to God, I vape. That's all I vape. And we have a lot of repeat customers. It's good juice. You're not going to get a flashy label. You're not going to get it in a flashy box. It's not going to come with a, with a little surprise or you know a little toy or whatever the fucky liquid gimmicks they have out there. It's just a good juice. That's it. It's just a really good e-liquid. That's what it is. That's simple. That's it. That's my show. And I had fun doing this. I love doing this. I'm going to continue to do it. I'll do a show, I guess, when I'm ready to do another show, which could be in a couple days, could be in a couple weeks. Who knows? But another one will be coming, and I'm sure it'll be coming soon. I'm wrapping this up because it's been exactly two hours. I am out.